Look up in the sky. It's a bird. It's a plane. No, it's the tax man. He may not be a superhero, but Tony Morrow has saved many retirement plans with his nearly superhuman knowledge of tax planning strategies. It's time for Plan with the Tax Man. Hey, everybody. Welcome back into another edition of Plan with the Tax Man with Tony Morrow and myself. And we're going to be talking about minding the gap this week on the podcast. And so you need to stick around for a second and figure out what that means, minding the gap. But if you got questions and need some help when it comes to retirement, Tony's been doing this for a long time at Tax Doctor Inc. And they're here to help you at yourplanningpros.com. That's yourplanningpros.com. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast and all that good jazz. And we're going to get into our conversation about minding the gap here in just a second. Tony, what's going on, buddy? How are you? I'm good. Thank you. Yeah. Just got back from, from my vacation and uh, things are going well. To fancy France. Fancy France. Went yeah. over for some uh, wine tasting. That's and, awesome. Yeah. It's unbelievable. <laughs> I bet. I bet. So, Jeff, obviously you had a great time. I don't even know why I'm asking. Yeah. We did. Yeah. We did. I, I, I do like Europe. I, I've This is my second time uh, over there. And I, I don't know. I just, there's something about it, you know, the different culture and everything. It, it's uh, something to see. And well, there's yeah, a lot of uh, a lot of very old architecture, a lot of very old things yeah. to see versus, I mean, we got some old stuff here in our country, but not really, right? I mean, in a way we kind of think of it, but not some of that stuff. I mean, you're talking about, you know, Paris has been around for a really, really long time. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. weird when they think, yeah, that we're just, you know, youngsters as we a are. country we're, because- They're babies. Yeah. You know, they, they've been doing things and wine being one of them for a long, long true. time. Yeah. Yeah, we're still uh, we're still in our diapers compared to some mm-hmm. of these uh, other countries. So, have you ever been to London? I've never been to London. No. Okay. Uh, well, I don't know if I, I don't know about Paris, so I'll talk about what I know. But I've got this. Uh, there's a the subways, right? We have subways as well. They call it the tube, right, over in London, mm-hmm. and they have little signs up when you're trans. Uh, Kind of stepping from the 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 platform uh, into between the train door, like onto the to the subway cars and stuff. There's a little sign that says "Mind the gap." Okay, so because they don't want you to trip and fall, or you know, there's that gap between the the platform yep. and the train, right? So I thought, well, let's talk about minding some financial gaps in retirement because we often think of just my first one here, but there's several other gaps we need to identify so that we can be mindful of them, right? Mm-hmm. So yeah. that's, I thought that'd be the topic this week. Could be a little bit of fun. I wasn't sure if uh, they had something similar over in Paris, but I was like, well, maybe he's been to London too. So I took a shot. <laughs> yeah. But uh, anyway, let's talk about the first one, the obvious one, Tony. That's the paycheck gap. At mm-hmm. some point, we no longer get a paycheck. How do we yes. fix that gap? Yeah, and a lot of people, that gap uh, becomes very forefront when that paycheck stops because a lot of them think, well, you know, my Social Security or pension is going to cover all that. And if you haven't taken the time to figure that out, you know, you're going to be in for a surprise because most of the time it doesn't. You know, it only it only satisfies part of that. Yeah, and okay. so then you you know you've got to figure that out. And for most people, that has to come from savings or other investments, or they have to go back and get that paycheck or, you know, some kind of part-time job and retirement planning to fill that gap. But, you know, so it's important that you understand what that gap might look like long before you get there. And so that, you know, working with your retirement plan, that, that's the whole point of it is to fill that gap and make sure you've got enough to live on. So, well, many people wind up saying, you know, we know, we know this, right. It's all kind of, that's kind of basic stuff. We know we've been saving towards it, so on and so forth, but then they don't, they go, well, how do I do it though? How do I actually yeah. like use it? I think that's where the, 
because you just want your mailbox money, right? At the end of the day, or maybe I'm showing my age, or you just want your uh, what EFT money, right? You just want the money transferred to your account, direct deposited, whatever. That's all we're thinking about. We're not necessarily thinking about how do we convert it into that. We know we've built it up, but how do we access yeah. it or use it? Yeah, and you've got to make that change as you approach retirement to from the mindset of, well, we don't necessarily need to continue to, to get a lot of growth on it, although you do need some. Now it's in the mode of, you know, how do I take this money at, you know, at set intervals? And of course, today's technology makes it fairly easy to do it on, you know, True. get it set yeah. up on the set it and forget it, even even with, you know, your investments, which is nice. But uh, you do have to take some time to figure that out because otherwise, you know, even though you might have the money and, you know, if it's not getting to you so you can pay your bills and do what you want, that's that's not good either. So. Yeah, I think think that's a great point. The technology does make it easy, but it still comes back to a lot of times the strategy of when and where Mm -hmm. and how, like, you know, which bucket or which, you know, set of funds, how much do we take, when do we take them, so on and so forth. That's where the strategy starts to kind of come into place, especially when you start talking about Social Security, uh, the spouse, and if you're married, you know, both of yours, when to turn it on, when to activate this person's versus that person's. Uh, you know, the pension options and on and on and on all the things that we cover and talk about on the regular here on the podcast. And that's because there are so many moving parts. You know, Tony, I started doing these shows, radio shows and financial podcasts and stuff six, seven, eight years ago. And when I first started, I was like, how much can there be to talk about? You know, yeah. but there really is like it, it's kind of eye opening to, to think about the facets of how many things um, can go into this whole strategy and planning process, because it, the accumulation is it's a bit easier, right? You get you a couple of accounts, dump the money in there. For the most yep. part, you're kind of okay. But it's the transition mm-hmm. and how to use it and when to use it that becomes the bigger challenge. So that's kind of the, the gap concept and the gap uh, conversation to have there. So that's the first one, Tony. That's the one everybody thinks of, paycheck gap. So let's talk about the second one I've got on my list, which is Social Security and or Medicare gap. And mm-hmm. this really falls into place for especially for people who want to retire early. And that's yes. been happening more and more. And this can be a huge gap to fix. If you decide to retire, let's say at 60, you got some stuff to you got some strategies to plan, right? Because you can't touch Social Security for at least two years yep. and you can't touch your medical for five. Yes. So that becomes a huge issue. And I, I see that a lot with retail tax clients, you know, a lot of people, you know, maybe not happy in their jobs, can't, you know, been working a long time, can't wait to, to get out, sure. you know, and they want out at 60, 61. And first question I ask is, well, what, what are you going to do between now and the time you get your social security? And sometimes you get blank looks and I'm thinking to myself, you, you mean, you haven't even thought of that? You know, I mean, that's something that, you know, they don't, <laughs> they don't know, number one, right. they don't have a plan for it, number two. And then, you know, many of them find out that, well, that's that's not going to be a very good existence until this Social Security starts. I also don't really like the fact, I'm a believer in delaying a little bit of Social Security, if you can, and have have the plan in place to do that, uh, just to get the, you know, the benefits pumped up a little bit. But right, right, right. the other story, though, is is the big one is, is with the way healthcare costs are now is, you know, if you retire before 65, you know, many uh, employers are going to say, all right, enough of the benefits. And so now you're stuck trying to find some insurance, which is really expensive. And my my actual admin person, she's actually turning 65 in October. Mm, and okay. so she's been on our health plan, our group health plan, but she's excited to kind of get off and get on Medicare because it's actually going to be better for her, less costly. I mean, she's going to have to do some things with some uh, filling in the gaps with Medicare. But, uh, 
you know, it, she, she's been, uh, you know, smart enough to stay on our health plan until, you know, that Medicare kicks in. But those can be some, some things that could really creep up on you. So you, you got to really work with somebody on that kind of stuff as you're, as yeah. you're thinking about this. Yeah, absolutely. Especially when that, that medical stuff, because that can get really you know expensive. And if I, I was talking with somebody not too long ago that was trying, they wanted to retire at 58. And, mm. you know, it's like, man, that's a lot of insurance you're going to have to carry. So make sure yeah. that you're ready to fund that because that can make a, a pretty big dent in, in the income that you're planning on using or whatever over that time period. So just definitely yeah. make sure you're planning at minding that gap in that arena. All right. So let's do number three. And this is our old buddy, our good pal, Mr. Inflation, uh, the inflation gap. Okay, that sounds a little strange because, like, oh, well, wait a minute. We mean a gap, and I'd love to have a gap in inflation where we don't have any. <laughs> but yeah, that's right. But it's really more the other way, right? So it's the fact that you know it's out there, and you know it's going to continue to chip away at your, uh, you know, at your savings. And Tony, I don't know about you, but I think this is a huge indicator about what's going on with inflation. The fact that they are going to do a substantial Social Security adjustment, I believe it's this year. Or maybe it's twenty two. I can't remember which one. But they've already announced that it's gonna be something like four percent to between four and six percent. That's mm-hmm. the first time they've done that in a really long time, that big of a number. If that doesn't say that cost of living adjustment, that there's, you know, some real inflation happening, I don't know what does. It is. And and with this, this is what that invisible one that does creep up on you. And a lot of people I hear say, Well, yeah, but that really doesn't apply to me. And it's because you can't see it. Uh, it, it's there, but as soon as you start asking people about, you know, well, what was this uh, price, you know, 10, 15, 20 years ago versus what it is now, even even my accounting prices. I mean, what I charge now is more, you know, simply because inflation, it costs more to do business and everything else. Mm-hmm. And uh, and I always tell people, nothing's going down. If, if anything, it's going up. And so if you constantly are not looking at this, and especially when you are in retirement, and if you've got your your retirement savings in things like say CDs, money market, which you're not getting very good interest on, and inflation is more than that, you're you know you're actually going backwards. And if you got any longevity, you're going to really start to feel that that type of thing. The other thing is too is Social Security. Yeah, they haven't been giving very many or very large no. adjustments uh-huh. lately, and I, I I don't know what's driving that. I admit, probably some politics there uh, somewhat, but. They're the same way that pensions that they don't adjust for the real cost of living and it's difficult to do. And I, I was actually talking to my payroll person today and we would just got back from a conference, a payroll conference, you know, and we, they were talking about employees and uh, how to pay employees a little bit more and keep up with the cost of living. But a lot of times, even us employers don't think about that. It's like, you know, we, we, just give them the same amount of money. Well, you know, their costs of, of their living go up too. And even though, you know, unless they are on some kind of performance-based pay, you don't want to, as an employer, say, no, you know, your salary's your salary, but uh, things do go up, you know, and, and everybody feels it, especially I think in retirement with some of this stuff and the way insurance is going and things like that. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. And it's hard for well, self-employed or for smaller businesses as well in that arena, because you want to do that. You want to be able to help people out, but the same time your costs are going up also so it's you right. know it's a it's a vicious cycle that's for sure and we know it yes. exists but we don't often adjust for it so we just have to bear that in mind when we're talking about these different kinds of gaps uh, another one is the long-term care gap you know you might think well we could tie this into the social security and the medicare conversation no. but medicare not really doesn't not gonna do you anything any, any real good there when it comes to long-term care so no 
And if you aren't planning for this, depending on how you want to handle it, you need to have a conversation with uh, your advisor on if I need this, how am I going to pay for it? Because it could easily run seven, you know, here in the Midwest, 70 to 90, 100,000 bucks, depending on where you're at. But if you, if you aren't planning for this, you know, then what's going to happen, you know, is you have to go on that, that word Medicaid, they're going to make you sell everything, spend everything. And then of course the government will pay, but there's yeah. a lot of disadvantages to that. A and lot, I think yeah. a lot of, Oh my goodness. You know, uh, you could be, at least here in Iowa, most Medicaid beds are in far reaches of the state, you know, and, and um, historically, uh, people say that they're not as 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 good a care as others. I don't know if, if that's really true, but uh, probably somebody out there uh, knows that. Yeah, and you probably. But, I mean, it's, this is not ideal, right? I think most of yeah. us would love to pick the home option, right? Some sort of right. home care, right? Pick, pick the home option. You can know, age in place, uh, pass away at, at your home, and uh, many people just need some assistance. Maybe not full time, you know, medical care, and uh, but but there's a cost to that, and so you've got to look at that because we're living longer than ever. And we're all going to get there, right? We're all going to mm-hmm. get to the point where, and and the long-term care need is growing all the time and the costs are just totally out of control. So you've got to start talking about those gaps and how to cover it. And often it's really the second person that gets the short end of the stick, right? If you're it married is. and one person has a long-term care event, the other one can usually be the one that gets depleted. Uh, the the finances taking care of the first one, and then you know, now you've got a real real problem on your hands. Now you got a real so, problem, yeah. And a lot of long term care policies now are offering. I mean, you pay more for it, but you know it's it's called a shared benefit. So that if one person didn't use up all of their you know money or their their pool, that you know it could be used for the second person. So there are a lot of uh, options out there. The the key there is if you're gonna if you're gonna buy the insurance is you got to buy it while you're fairly young because it gets expensive quickly when yeah, you uh, yeah. get up there. And and then my last one, Tony, really, you know, if you're coming off of the fourth one, the long term care gap, uh, and you know that it's a, a terminal illness, and at some point, you know, you're going to be losing your spouse. Hopefully, you're taking the steps, you're getting more prepared for the things that you're going to have to deal with. But oftentimes, right, a lot of us just, you know, we can pass away suddenly. We can pass away. It can kind of not be uh, expected. I mean, we all know we're going to pass away. But so it comes out of nowhere and now you've got this widow's gap or or widower's gap, but typically widow's gap. And it's easy just to kind of reference it that way. But there's a couple of major components that we're probably not thinking of that need to be addressed when we when we go from a couple to a single. Yeah. And the, the first one really is Social Security. Because you're going to lose the one, usually what's the lesser of the two Social Security benefits. So you're going to lose that one. And then a lot of times, if you didn't plan for your pension properly, in other words, set it up so that you take a little less, but it covers both lives, uh, you could potentially lose that one. And, you know, so that could be a huge chunk of, you know, the monthly overhead, uh, or not overhead, but income to pay the overhead. And so, you need to be thinking about that while both of you are alive and, and make sure, again, that that's set up properly so you don't all of a sudden you have a spouse pass away. And now all of a sudden, besides dealing with all that grief and everything, now you've got a huge you know financial burden possibly as well. So. Yeah. yeah. And often those things, we just don't think about it. We've spent 40 years hmm. doing our taxes as married filing jointly and you know now we're single and it, we're thrown into a, a higher tax bracket and often we're thrown into a higher tax bracket making less money coming in exactly so it's yeah. just like a double whammy or a triple whammy mm-hmm. 
because you've also lost your, your your partner, you know, your spouse. So it's unfortunate. It is, but it's the nature of the beast, right? We're all going to pass away. And of course, in what you do for a living, uh, that is the sad part about your job is that often you have to deal with these situations because uh, you're dealing with retirees and then one yes. of them typically will pass away first. So there's a lot of little gaps out there. It's not just the paycheck. It's not just figuring out how to turn the stuff on when we transition from our working years to our retirement years. It's all these other little pieces that can reach out and take a little nibble and all those nibbles can add up. So we want to make sure that we're getting a good plan in place. We're getting a good strategy rolling. And that's why we call the show Plan with the Tax Man. So if you need some help, if you're not already working with Tony, you got some questions, uh, or you know somebody who might benefit from the podcast, make sure you send, send them by the website uh, or stop by there yourself at yourplanningpros.com. That is yourplanningpros.com. A lot of good tools, tips, and resources, great ways to get in touch with Tony and the team and get started today with your own strategy and your own plan. Don't forget to hit the uh, heart button or whatever it happens to be on the apps you're using for Apple Podcasts or Google or Spotify, iHeart, Stitcher, whatever platform you like to use. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast to catch new episodes as well as prior episodes. Tony, thanks for hanging out. I'm glad you had a great time uh, overseas and uh, stay safe. Have yourself a good September. I'll talk to you, I guess, next time we talk. We'll be into October. October. Wow. Yeah. So pumpkin everything will be everywhere. Yes. All right. Well, you take care. <laughs> All right. We'll see you next time here on Plan with the Tax Man with Tony Morrow from Tax Doctor, Inc. Member FINRA SIPC. Investment advisory services offered through Avantax Advisory Services. Insurance services offered through an Avantax-affiliated insurance agency.